0: U.S. Army General, Greg Martin. Today's guest has become an advocate for mental health awareness since he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He's written a book, Bipolar General, to help others thrive as he has after a mental health diagnosis. He'll share insights about his book and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. General Greg Thank you so much for joining me today. It's such a thrill to reconnect with you.
1: Hey, thanks, Devin. It's awesome to be on. It's a real honor. And thank you for doing this.
0: Well, you know, we, we had the opportunity to connect uh, at the beginning of the year uh, or end of last year, and we had such an important conversation. It's exciting to uh, have you back now to talk a little bit more about your book, that is uh, just now being released as, as uh, we anticipate publishing this uh, this conversation coincident with your uh, b- your book launch. So uh, congratulations on that. We're excited to talk more about that book.
1: Well, thank you very much. It was um, it was a great project to think about it and write it, and it really helped me a lot in my own uh, recovery. It was very cathartic experience. Really therapeutic. We
0: uh, we had a great conversation and you shared in depth your story. And I want to encourage people to go back and listen to our earlier podcast. And uh, in the show notes, I'll certainly share uh, how you can do that. But um, for those watching uh, on television, you can visit uh, superpowers number four, good. Dot .com and just search for Greg with two g's at the end Martin and you'll find uh this current episode plus you'll find the uh the old episode where Greg uh, shares his discussion his story in detail but Greg in, in the 30 to 60 second version of your uh career in the military and the the health crisis that that brought your military career to an end. Why don't you share that for us?
1: So I came in the army through West Point, and then I served for 36 years on active duty, loved the army, loved leading soldiers, the excitement, the challenge, the mission, and everything was going great. But what I didn't realize is that I had a bipolar brain that gave me a natural advantage because this bipolar brain flooded my brain circuitry with excess powerful chemicals, most notably dopamine. And it gave me an edge, an advantage, it lifted me up. It helped me for all those decades until it went too far and then it hurt me. I went into full-blown mania in which I was completely out of control, over the top. And then I crashed into terrible, hopeless depression and terrifying psychosis. That led to me being forced to retire, um, removed from my command, hospitalized, two years in living through bipolar hell, and then ultimately launching a recovery and a new life. and uh, And that's basically the um, the main elements of the book as well.
0: Well, it is a, a powerful story, and uh, I, I love I, I love that you have found such a uh, a successful compelling uh retirement activity uh helping people in a direct uh, actionable way with your book and and the discussions you have you travel around you speak to people you you write regularly for psychology today and and, and you' really just kind of made it your mission and purpose uh to help other people Uh many of whom, all of us struggle uh, either with our own mental health or, or someone very close to us does. And, and some of us are in the world of both. <laughs> and uh, so it, it's, your work is incredibly important. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your book. Give us Give us an overview of your book.
1: Well, the book can be described at once as shocking, inspirational, terrifying and educational it traces my life of service and success as an army officer into my bipolar crisis in the after the iraq war the onset during iraq and then for the next 12 13 years then it from this crisis it it covers my grueling recovery back to health and then the, finally the construction of a new life of meaning and purpose and happiness. So that is the main pieces of the book. And there's lots of detail and rich explanation and uh, lessons learned and um, ways people can learn from this. So it, it's good uh, for people who are uh, you know, not just military and veterans, but mental health professionals People with mental health challenges, as well as their families, the general population, because virtually 100 percent of the global population is somehow either afflicted or affected by mental illness. So it's really a valuable book for everybody that could, um, you know, help alleviate the stigma, help promote healing, and help save lives.
0: Yeah, it it, no question, It, it can do all of those things. And there's no question that for some of us with mental illness, uh, that lives hang in the balance. And so this is really important, life-saving work that you're doing. Uh, I think in your book, you include your five Ps. We talked a little bit about the five Ps in our last conversation. Um, As I recall, the five Ps are people, place, purpose, perseverance, and presence. Um, peas are tough on a podcast (laughs) ironically (laughs) but they're great words great words as um, as you think about these uh, I I think there's some evidence that purpose is especially important in your process that you talk about in this healing uh, process but it's also important to our audience I wonder if you would just talk a little bit about the role that purpose plays for you and in the book.
1: Yes. Purpose is absolutely critical for having a happy, healthy, successful life. Um, As an army officer, the first thing you ask when you go into an organization is what's the mission? You know, you have to have a mission, something to focus on, to animate, our, 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 um, our lives, to focus energy, et cetera. So coming up, once I began my road to recovery seven years ago uh, and moved to Florida, my big question was, what is my mission? What is my purpose? And I played around with that for a couple of years and talked to different mentors and read a lot of literature on on this subject and looked to spiritual materials as well. And then finally, after a couple of years, it came to me that my mission was staring me right in the face and it was contained inside my brain, which was sharing my bipolar story to help stop the stigma, promote healing and save lives. I mean, that is a mission that is important. It's larger than myself. It serves others It's something that I have, you know, tremendous lived experience and knowledge of because, you know, I've undergone bipolar crisis. I've pulled through the worst of it. And now I'm managing this chronic disease so that I can live a happy, healthy, successful, purposeful life. So it came to me and I said, that's it. That is my purpose. And I said, first thing I'm going to do is start telling the story. So, you know, I sat down and took about a year to write the manuscript, which became the book. I started doing podcasts, interviews, talks, and I started small with, you know, rotary clubs, church groups, church retreats, um, little organizations. And now it's to the point where I'm talking with Fortune 500 companies, the entire Department of the Navy. Um, you know, very prestigious medical associations, et cetera, but that is my uh, my purpose. It, it's uh it's it's what I just described, and it's really giving me um, drive and motivation and inspiration for living my own life and working with others.
0: How would you coach someone who's been through something like you have? to find their purpose. It, their purpose isn't yours. How do they find their own?
1: I would tell people, in fact, I've had a number of people ask me about this. Uh, first is do some deep reflection on who you are, what happened to you, what your experiences were, and what you think about them and feel about them, and, and write these feelings down. Um, And then, you know, I would encourage people to say, how can I use my experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to uh, contribute to society, to help other people, to help them better deal with problems and challenges they may be having. And then I would say, okay, here are some ways I can do it. What am I passionate about? What do I what really turns me on and makes me happy? What activities? and and then what am I good at? So that's kind of the the sequence that I followed. And um, you know, helping other people has always been a key tenet of my life, you know, especially as an army officer. Um, I love communicating, I love speaking, and I've grown to really enjoy writing. But the speaking part comes very naturally and it seems to work well. People seem to respond to, you know, my messages and my stories. So I kind of focused in on that. And there's another piece to the speaking, which I call conferring. And, um, you know, like just getting together with a group of people on Zoom or in person and just talking about issues, problems, how to solve them what we can do to make things better. So that's what I really have done myself. And it's what I coach other people, a a process, a way to think about developing their own purpose.
0: Excellent. Excellent.
1: Well, uh,
0: Greg, we're going to just pause for a minute uh, for the benefit of our television audience. We're going to run a little commercial and then we're going to come back and talk about your superpower don't miss the opportunity to hear from crowdfunding luminary Sherwood Nice of Crowdfund Capital Advisors at the next SuperCrowd Hour webinar on October 18th at 1 Eastern. Woody will share the implications of reaching the $2 billion funding milestone in the regulation crowdfunding market. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Want to learn from the world's great changemakers? Find your superpower subscribe to the superpowers for good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world join the super crowd today superpowers number four good.com hi i'm julianne meyer the host of own your wellness and you can watch my show on mondays and thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m pacific on achieve tv right here on e360 tv Remember, there's more
1: to health and wellness than broccoli and burpees.
0: Welcome back. We're uh we're going to talk to Greg now about his superpower and in our last conversation we only had a chance to touch on it. But Greg, you said your superpower is your ability to accomplish hard things. And Uh, that is a superpower we all want, right? And uh, I wonder if we could start this discussion by having you share an example of some difficult thing that you accomplished uh, by virtue of this uh, superpower.
1: So throughout my life, I've had the opportunity to accomplish um, many big things, um, you know, I graduate of West Point, graduate of Army Ranger School, uh, have run seven three hour, sub three hour marathons, including a two thirty six. Um, wow! I I got into MIT where I earned two master's degrees and a PhD in a relatively short period of time. Um, I had a really successful Army career, which was very challenging, and you know rose all the way to two star general. I've been married for 40 years, have three terrific sons, a grandson. And so I've been able to do a lot of things and I do have innate God-given talents, but a big part of this superpower is having a bipolar brain, which has pumped and uh, injected and flooded my brain over the years with excess biochemicals, principally dopamine. And what that has done is taken whatever talents I have and amplified them. It's so it's given me extra energy, drive, enthusiasm, creativity, problem solving abilities, um, extra charged up personality that enables me to lead others and get along really well with people. And so I would say that has been my primary superpower and I've had a biochemical advantage with my bipolar brain.
0: Yeah, that, that's uh, that's fascinating, and and part of what's fascinating about that is there are things, healthy things, that all of us can do to enhance our mood, and part of what you're talking about is that the, the chemicals gave you. Uh, Mm self-confidence but there are other ways to develop self-confidence how would you let's talk about this a little bit how would you coach people to replicate as best they can in healthy ways that sense of ability that self-confidence the enthusiasm uh, all of those things that came together to allow you to accomplish great things how would you encourage people to replicate that in healthy ways
1: so, the best way to explain that was with bipolar disorder, you have low level mania, which is very performance enhancing, makes you feel great. Uh, but then you go up into you know high level mania, which can become destructive and counterproductive, but then you fall into depression. And when you're in depression, it's the opposite of mania and you feel terrible. You lose confidence, you're tired, you're indecisive, you don't want to be around people. So to answer that question, I go back to when I was in a period of depression, which I had many with my bipolar life, um, here's the things that I would do to help lift me up. Number one, I would tell myself, hey, this is just a temporary condition. I'm really strong, confident, smart. I can do great things. And I would do positive self-talk for myself. I would try to exercise vigorously, like do, you know, lots of push-ups and pull-ups and, you know, lift weights, something to really rev myself up. Or I'd go out and I'd go on a really hard run and do some wind sprints or run up hills. and, And again, trying to get the chemicals in the blood really going in my brain. And then I'd go to spiritual things, and this is kind of an aggressive spiritual thing, but I, but I, but um, over the years, I had memorized lots of Bible verses, and I focused on the really powerful ones that in a, and there's, you know, hundreds of them in the Bible that tell you, you can do this, trust in God, you can, you know, you rely on God, you can accomplish every anything, don't be fearful, you know, be strong, be courageous. And so I had about a dozen of those verses memorized. And I would repeat them over and over and over in my head to lift my spirit up and make me feel um, more confident, more powerful, better so I could you know, go do the things that I had to do. Um, those are some of the main ones that I would do. But I would try to hit you know, mind, body, spirit to try to rev myself up and elevate myself to go back in there and, and do a, a better job
0: those are really profound insights and, and and as i hear what you're saying it seems to me that those are all replicable right those are all things that people in whatever situation can do right uh we can all uh do positive self talk we can all exercise more and more vigorously we can all uh, look for spiritual inspiration to guide us. And, and, I, and I think you'd probably agree that those that find themselves not believing in in, in the divine could still find ways for finding inspirational messages, right that others of uh, profound thinkers have thought that they could reflect on, that would uh, have a similar effect. Um, really, really important messaging. As you think about these uh, three things, uh, that, you know trying to think about mind, body, and and you know uh, and the spirit, uh, how would you um, rate rank them in priority?
1: Oh, that is that is a great question. Um, I would say they're all very important but at different points in my life with different degrees of depression and challenge, some seem to lift me more than others. Um, like for example, I think when I'm in a, um, an office type job, the physical stuff maybe elevates me more. It's, it's more important because I'm in a more sedentary environment. When I was in combat during the attack on Baghdad, and we were you know very active very physical on the go all the time the spiritual stuff seemed to play a more important role and what i would try to do is you know find a quiet spot a quiet place and think and reflect and meditate on these spiritual passages that gave me strength so in that environment i think it was the spiritual and then um and i guess i i would say the uh the the positive self-talk, you know, that that's probably maybe the third out of out of the one, two, three, but it's but it's still very important and it applies to every situation. Because if you if you if you talk to yourself and you talk yourself up, at least for me, it it tends to give me confidence and courage and motivation.
0: Yeah, that that's fantastic. Those are such such profound insights. Well, Greg, we've just been thrilled to have you here today and have a chance to catch up. Before we wrap up, I wonder if you would just take a minute and tell people, remind people that the title of your book, uh, I think it's Bipolar General, and tell people where they can find it.
1: So, the title of the book is Bipolar General My Forever War with Mental Illness. Uh, It can be found wherever books are sold it's, um, you know, Amazon is a great place to go. Um, It's published by the Naval Institute Press, can be found at Barnes and Noble and other places. And, um, you know, it's a story of my life, my experience, my crisis recovery from bipolar disorder. Um, But people ask, why do you call it my forever war? And it's because you never, once you have bipolar disorder, you always have it. There is no cure. So the key to being happy, healthy, successful is to manage it. And like you would manage a chronic illness, it's the same type of thing. Um, You know, living a healthy lifestyle, taking medication, seeing a therapist, the five Ps, and, and having that stable, healthy life, So, yeah, it's a great book. Um, You know, I I would recommend it for anybody. I think it will save lives of loved ones and possibly even your own.
0: Well, Greg, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your time. Um, Now, one of the things that you do uh, regularly is uh, the speaking circuit. Uh, So if people are interested in hiring you to come speak to a group, uh, uh, how do they reach you and what's the best way to approach that
1: great question uh first off you can get a hold of me on my website and it's got a lot you know most of my papers articles interviews podcasts etc and my website is www.generalgregmartin.com and that's greg is with two g's on the end the other way i've actually got bipolargeneral.com is another uh access to my website and uh, and feel free to send me an email directly, uh Gregmartin79 at gmail.com. And that's G-R-E-G-G-M-A-R-T-I-N. But feel free to send me an email. You know, if you want to develop a conversation or questions, comments, or just you know, want to talk, I'd be happy to do that as well.
0: Fantastic. Greg, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in your work helping other people. Uh, better face their challenges with mental health.
1: Thanks, Devin. I really appreciate it. And I love the work that you're doing because you're helping people, you're saving lives, you're really making a difference. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Now, let's do some good.